0: hey welcome back to the dad's patch podcast hello welcome to episode four of the dad's patch podcast this episode we're gonna chat all about father's day so yeah it's that time of year again when we get all get excited well us dads anyway because it's father's day coming up this weekend um in new zealand in australia anyway um i don't know why it's a different day here in new zealand um pretty sure in the uk and the us and canada and places it's in june um i'll do some research and maybe answer next week as to why the different dates um I found out the reason why it all started—the whole Father's Day thing. Um, it was a lady in the US, um, just trying to find a name, Sonara Dodd, I think is how you pronounce her name, and she created it back in 1910, I think it was, to celebrate her dad. And it's amazing what one person can do. Um, hundred odd years later and we're still celebrating Father's Day. So thank you, Mrs. Dud, for doing that. Um so yeah, so Father's Day is pretty special to me. It's probably one of my favourite days of the year because we get to cel- I get to celebrate being a dad. Um and for you that don't know, um becoming a dad wasn't as easy as we thought it would be. So, you know, you you find someone, you get married, and then everyone's assumption is, ah, when you're having kids, when you're having kids, and Andrew and I wanted them, but we didn't see any rush, and then we were both um, getting into our late thirties, and we thought, ah, we'd probably better start thinking about kids and stuff, and then... Because life just isn't that easy sometimes, um, we found out that um, (coughs) we were accidentally infertile, is what they um, named it, because both Andrew's okay from her side, I was okay from my side, but um, it just wasn't happening in between. So we ended up going through fertility treatment, um, and that took quite a long time to get everything ready in place and then we went through the IUI um, so we didn't have to go through the full fertility treatment we, tried, we thought we'd go with IUI first and so we did that and the first one wasn't successful and um, it actually was quite distressing the whole episode and um, it turned out that Ange actually had a miscarriage and then, how was it from my perspective? I thought, no, this is too hard. But fortunately, Andy's made of tougher stuff, and she said, "No, I want to give another crack." And that is how Taylor come about. He came into the world after the second try, which is pretty miraculous, really, how that all works. And so, of course, everyone's kids are special to them. And but Taylor's especially special to us from what we had to go through to bring him into the world. And and also, if you may not know about the name, um, when Ange and I got married, we agreed that if Ange became Ange Dixon, then instead of Ange Taylor, then the first child would be called Taylor. So they, the first child took to, Ange's maiden name, So that's how he became Taylor. And then his middle name is John, because Angie's dad's name was was John. And my dad's middle name is John. So that's how he became Taylor, John Dixon. Um I kind of hope that one day he takes on the name TJ Dixon. Because I don't know, TJ Dixon definitely for me the name rings about with like a snowboarder, a like some kind of sports player or maybe an actor. I don't know. But TJ Dixon sounds pretty cool. So does Taylor John, though. So whatever works and whatever he's happy with. Um, But, yeah, I'm I'm lucky that most... Yeah, pretty much every Father's Day from the very first one, I've had something made for me by Taylor and I've had some really awesome presents. But I think having your kids make something for you is pretty special. Um, just because you know they're excited about it and there's so much love going into the whatever they're making. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And, yeah, just spending the day celebrating being a dad, which is uh, pretty important to me. So, yeah, I think it's probably about time that... The likes of PR, advertising, marketing. Take a look at what the modern day dad does, and what he's interested in, and what presents he might actually like. Because I think the time for just giving dad socks, undies, and aftershave has passed. Um, yeah, it's there's so much more out right there. You should really start focusing on what Sustainable things are out there for dads to use And try and encourage them To do more sustainable things It's not just about mums that have to take up That um, mantle Us dads need to do it too Um, So yes, go out there And I don't know, buy him a Reusable coffee cup um, Get him some New toiletries That aren't harmful to the planet And get him some gardening stuff, a new compost bin, maybe a little kiboshi composting system for the sink. You know, just encourage dads to be more sustainable because even all the sustainable things seem to be more focused on women. And um, yeah, us fellas can do it too. So yeah, so if you're out shopping with your kids for Father's Day, think outside the box. And if they can't make something, then buy something that... One, is recyclable, maybe. Two, does something to help save the planet. And three, that isn't just going to be used once. That is going to be used on a day-to-day basis. Happy shopping. And speaking of dads being more responsible for sustainable stuff and maybe caring for the planet a bit more, um... It is our responsibility, as much as anyone else's, to teach our kids how to take care of the planet. Um, and I think it's about time that there's a new movement started. Hashtag Dad Up. Um, yeah, I think it's time for dads to step up. Just especially those dads in power and with political persuasion. And yeah, I might be jumping on my dad's patch soapbox right now, but um I've done a bit of a tiny bit of research, because you know I'm still I'm not a researcher, but I've looked things up. And of the top 50 richest people in the world, 45 of those are dads. And they've got a combined wealth of about 1.6 trillion dollars. That's 45 dads. So I reckon those 45 dads. Although, yeah, the likes of Bill Gates and that are doing quite a good job with their foundations. it could prob- They could probably do a better job. Um, so I reckon they should step up. And if you look around at most of the political leaders around the world, I'd say the majority of them are probably dads. But this is me now. I might have some government agents knocking on my door soon. But I think a lot of those leaders have got dad issues of their own. I'm just saying it because a lot of them, this is just me thinking as I speak, but a lot of them are probably of the baby boomer generation. Now, I don't know what it is over the last week or so, but I've just been inundated with pain in the ass baby boomers. I've just got... This righteousness about them that they just think they can't be touched, and I think it comes stems from their dads. I mean, hangovers from World War Two. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there that maybe they had absent dads or dads that have got had issues, um, psychological, psychological issues from the war, and so their dads wasn't in their lives as much as they could have been, and then of course. The dads then were, they were more about being at work and the moms being at home more. And then, of course, if there wasn't work, there's probably down the pub, if UK dads are anything to go by, just because of the um, social ways back then. And I think that really has, has an impact on the attitudes of baby boomers. Um, just the fact that they won't acknowledge that there's, climate change, that there's social issues, um, especially in the UK, the leaders are very reluctant to acknowledge the poverty issues that are there, same in here in New Zealand but fortunately we've got a young dynamic female leader in charge so she's really starting to change things up but yeah, you look at the UK, the US, I'll mention Brazil after what's going on in the Amazon this last couple of weeks. Or years or decades and um, these guys just don't seem to give a flying crap about anybody and you gotta wonder is I mean it's it's the planet for their kids too so do they not give a crap about their own kids either um, and yeah that's pretty judgmental from myself and but I mean they're making decisions that are affecting my my boy so i pr- Why not? Why can't I say what I think about these people? Um, So, yeah, so I think with this Father's Day coming up and the Father's Day back in June, um, maybe we should take this as a time to just start our own dad-up movement and get more dads making the changes. Maybe we just have to stop relying on these political leaders to make the change and we just do it ourselves. I mean... That's why I do what I do with the charity stuff. Um, I saw a need there, and I could have sent out a um, some complaints to the local MPs or started a um, a letter or sent got the local leaders to say, Yo, you should have gardens in every school," and then it'll just fall on deaf ears. And you could do um, all the and campaigning you want But sometimes you've just got to do action And just get things in place And now we, Our charity is building our 10th garden Next week Or 8-door classroom I should say Sorry. Um, and that's given over 6,000 kids Access to an uh, 8-door space And that wouldn't have happened If I was just relying on um, A government leader Or an MP Or a local counsellor To try and do things They've got their own agendas, you know, they've got their own things they want to push or things they do or do not believe in. And all your energy is just wasted trying to persuade them otherwise. So, yeah, this is me asking you dads to do what you can to make this world a better place for your kids. Okay, if you see something that you think should be done for your kids, get it done. Don't, Don't rely on somebody else to do it. Oh, and I should point out that dad up is definitely different to man up because there's this whole real negative connotation to the term to man up. Um, Yeah, I think that does like heart back to the baby boomer generation where you wasn't supposed to be emotional as a man, as a dad. Um, You were just supposed to suck it up and just – um, get on with life and don't show anyone what you're feeling or um, if time's getting tough you just got to get out, just hold everything in and don't tell anyone you just got to try and get through on your own and um, for me that's what the man up term means to me is that I was told that quite a few times when I was um your apprenticeship and growing up is that if you go and complain about anything or um, you're not happy with the way you're treated um, be that mentally physically um, you've just you were just told ah oh, stop being the baby and just man up and it's like i'm trying to tell you something here but you're just not listening and so maybe that has to roll into the dad-up movement as well to help address um, the mental health side of things with dads and men in general because it's time to forget about m- the whole term man-up because it's not good for us. It's not good for us to just hold everything in. We need to speak out, speak to people, be that your wife, even your kids if they're older and um, Just talk to them, um, your mates or anyone, if it's better, to just speak to a stranger, speak to a stranger, um, just to get your feelings out there because it's not healthy for you to hold everything in. Um, And, yeah, harking back to the whole man up conversation, there's actually a, I think, a Christian movement down here that's run by a church group. Um, that has a man-up meeting or man-up group and yeah, I wouldn't like to be in that room because I don't think it would be a very healthy environment Um, so yeah, so don't get me wrong it's the dad-up movement that I'd love to see getting off the ground is as much about a healthy conversation for dads as well as it is about getting actions in place okay That's my piece for this week. You just, you heard what you need to do, Dads. Go do it. Now, I was hoping that we'll be able to say on this podcast this week that Birmingham City had won another game, but they haven't. It was a sad day waking up Monday morning to find Blues had lost 3-0 to Swansea. It's not the best way to start your week, I have to say. And then following on from that, I'll take Taylor to school, go to the local tyre place because we got a flat tyre on Friday just as we was about to take Ange to hospital. So yeah, Ange had to have surgery last week on her knee. And the surgery went well, but recovery is going to be slower and harder, I reckon. But anyway, back to the tyre place. Got to the tyre place and not only was the flat tyre needed repair, three of the other tyres need to be repairing too. So four brand new tyres on our car at the tune of over $500. So my Monday wasn't going well. But the good news is, because we've got $500 worth of tyres on the car now, the car is now worth around about $1,000, which is a bonus. So you've got to look on the bright side of things. Um, so yeah, so sport-wise... The football wasn't the greatest result, but England beat Australia. Go Ben Stokes. That was was a pretty epic result to wake up to. Uh, Talk about one-man team. He literally beat the Aussies on his own at the end. What a legend. And so, yeah, so sorry for upsetting any of you Aussies who are listening, but I don't think I've got many listeners in Australia, so I think I'm okay. Righto, I think it's that time of week, peeps, where you need to hear from Taylor. So yeah, I probably need to try and work out a way of getting to record something, not before we're about to leave the door for school. Um, but yeah, every week since I started this podcast, I have the intention to try and record something at least the night before or the weekend before I'm going to release this podcast but it always ends up that come half past seven on a Tuesday morning so I can get this saved for a Monday somewhere in the world it's like quick Taylor we need to do recording something so we managed to record a little something about Father's Day and I'm really excited because Taylor has been working on quite the performance for this year's Father's Day have a listen so, hey Taylor, um, you okay? Yeah. Are you ready for school? Yeah. Okay. Let's make this quick so we can go to school. Okay. I think. Question one: What day is it this week? Um, Sunday. What's happening on Sunday? Um, Father's Day. Father's Day. Yay! Is it very special? Yes. Why? Because it's a secret. It's a secret. Why it's special? On um, Father's Day. Are you doing anything special at school? Nope. Yep. Are you sure? <laughs> no. Um, it's a secret. Okay. Uh, I get tell people. Are you... What are you buying me for Father's Day? We're buying? Yeah. We're making. Even better. <laughs> what are you making me? Um, pockets. it's a secret remember I nearly caught you out (laughs) it's a surprise you caught me out (laughs) (laughs) daddy Okay, Um, are you doing a performance at school on Thursday yes can you sing me one of the songs that you're going to do yeah yeah I have a very special Betty in the family B A D D Y B. D-A-D-D-Y D-A-D-D-Y And Daddy ah. is a name man. Yay, good singing I have a very special friend It's not yet it's, it's done yet I have a very special friend D-Y D-D-Y B-Y D-B-Y D-D-Y, and Daddy is name, mum. It's done. Okay. Thank you very much for my lovely song. So, yeah, so that was Taylor's little um, piece for Father's Day that he's going to be doing at school on Thursday afternoon. Um, He's pretty cute that he's been practising it all week, and then whenever I catch him singing, he's like, oh, stop. I'm gonna stop. It's a surprise for Thursday, so it's um, it's pretty cool that the Montessori preschool where he goes to puts so much effort into these kind of um celebrations throughout the year. So it's not just Father's Day and Mother's Day and Christmas, but they make sure that they cover all the different um, cultural celebrations throughout the year, so he gets um awareness of all the different um, cultural events and celebrations and even for birthdays to do a pretty cool celebration with the kids. Um, so, yeah, once again, I have to wonder why Montessori is the exception to the rule. Um, they It's such a, way, a great way of teaching and you've got to wonder why Um, It's not being adopted globally. Um, I really, I can't see anything, especially from a preschool age, that would um, make it hard work for teachers. I mean, it encourages the kids to be independent. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was because Maria Montessori was a lady. Maybe if she was a man, they would have, like, took on board all the scientific research that she did and said, oh, yeah, this is the best way to teach kids and taking it on board. But I think she was a a bloody legend, to be honest. If you look, I'd look her up, just look her up, because she was becoming a leader in her profession in, like, 1890, the turn of the century, when women just wasn't in that field of study and um, she was coming up against all sorts of um, barriers. One, because she's a woman, but two, because of her way of thinking. Um, And that's why, again, what I don't understand is that her philosophy is based on sound, scientific experiments and stuff and developed kids' education on years and years of studying kids and what's best for them and you look at the way the current education system works it doesn't look like they've done any kind of research I mean why the hell are we still examining like putting kids through exams from the age of like five onwards it's just ridiculous and retarded um and so yeah it's it just needs to maybe that's one of the things that Dads, through the Dad Up campaign, can start championing and just trying to make our education systems better. And because there's still there's still a lot of male principals out there and a lot of males running the education departments in countries around the world. So if you want to get back to me and tell me why we're putting our three kids through stressful exams at such a young age, when once you've left school, you never do an exam in your life. Just tell me. I want to know. So, yeah. But I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, again, just come back to me with any ideas. My brother in the UK, Russ, once again, you're just a legend. Thanks for all your support. Thank you for all the um, feedback I've received today on these podcast episodes. It's been really welcomed. And shout out to my mates in the US at the Bullock Garden. If you haven't listened to their podcast, give it a listen. It's amazing. And the inspiration for the Dad's Patch podcast. And, yeah, thank you for listening. I look forward to a new episode next week. Bye.